Hello, everybody. Hello, everyone. This is Pastor Phil with Full of Life. Woo, Full of Life Ministry, San Diego. You can tell that I'm excited. Yes, I am very, very happy to be with you all again in the land of the living. Very grateful to God for all of the bountiful, many blessings that he bestows on us on a day in, day out basis. And so for that, I am grateful to God. I hope that you guys are doing good. Hope that everything is going good in your life. And if not, guess what? God always works things out for the good of them who love the Lord. Do you love God? Amen. If you love God, then he's going to work everything out for your good. And uh, certainly we're excited and elated for another episode with you all here in the podcast land. And so um, before we get started, um, I always encourage you guys to email, send emails of what's going on in your life and if there's anything that you want for us to pray for, any issues, anything um, spiritually so that we can help, that we can inter intercede for you all. Well, I received this email and I just wanted to share with you all how important it is to to ask for whatever needs that, you know, in, in terms of spirituality, um, that uh, we're here to help. And so uh, I'm just going to share a little bit of this this email that I, I received, and um, I hope that it will bless you. Um, it says, Dear Prayer Warrior, Hallelujah, praise the Lord. This is a praise report. I'm not going to say the person's name. So anyway, it says, I thank God for the prayers of the righteous. Yes, they availeth much. My friend and I returned home today after the mandatory evacuation of Hurricane Laura. Our daughter, who remained in Beaumont as an essential worker, returned home this morning. She reported that our home was in the same condition that we left it in. Glory to God for all he has done. I'm so glad to be connected to such a great team of prayer warriors. My faith has been increased even more. God did it. And then it goes on to say, let's continue to pray for all of the other areas hit by Laura. They too need our prayers. Thank you all for your continued prayers. So that's just an example of what God can do. Not saying that we did anything special. All we did was put it out there for those who are looking for prayer, looking for guidance, looking for any kind of um, needs in terms of spiritual needs. We are here for you. So I always say it at the very end of the uh, podcast if there's anything concerning any kind of thing that not you don't have to get all personal, you don't have to tell me all the details. Just tell me that, hey, Pastor Phil, can you pray for me about this particular situation? And me and my wife, we will go in prayer for you because we love you and we are here for you to serve you. Amen and amen. So with that being said, let's get into our episode for tonight's podcast. Always, it's always a great podcast that the Lord provides this information for us that we can talk about. And so the Lord really touched me with this particular podcast. You know, I try to prepare each and every week for whatever the Lord wants for you all to hear. And 
this particular word popped into my spirit. And so um, I kind of thought about it and I said, okay, God, you know, he always wins the battle. So I said, yes. And after preparing and studying and getting ready for this podcast, um, the Lord is so good. And so tonight's episode is entitled Convictions of the Heart. Convictions of the Heart. You see, people of God, we are halfway through this year. Listen, and I got to tell you, just when you think that you have witnessed everything that you can possibly imagine, something new shows up, shows up at your door. Now listen, I'm not talking literally at your front door to your house, but the door to your heart. You see, our world is ever so changing. Uh, we can witness police brutality. We can watch on our big screen TVs, the senseless killings, the rioting, the looting, the lying, the name calling. We always knew that this type of behavior existed. But to this degree, I don't think nobody expected that 2020 would be this type of condition. Nobody could even imagine that this would be happening in our world. But guess what, people of God? We are in it. But we are also witnessing a great amount of individuals from all walks of life crying out and, and getting involved with creating change that will bring unity and ultimately real, genuine freedom for all. You see, as I said earlier, I was preparing for this episode and and the Lord impressed upon me to talk about what convicts us to seek righteousness. What convicts us to receive wise counsel? What are the steps individuals take to be open to hear from God? And not only hear from him, but actually, actually listening to him and being willing to speak to God like Jesus did in the Garden of Gethsemane. Nevertheless, not my will, Lord, but let your will be done. Yeah. You see, people of God, convictions of the heart has everything to do with your heart. And that the heart receives signals for you to stop and analyze a situation where an action is required and that action lines up with what God would want you to do. You see, the Holy Spirit is always with us and in us to provide guidance in cases where your spirit, your own spirit is grieved or your mind is ready to react in a negative way. Because if you're not listening to the Holy Spirit and what he has to say to you, your reaction can cause physical, mental, and emotional damage that may leave sometimes extended or permanent damage. You see, people of God, conviction simply means the act or process of convincing, the state of being convinced, or a fixed or strong belief. 
So this by biblical conviction, we mean convictions or beliefs derived from and based on a commitment to God's word. As God's holy word, it is the absolute index for the whole of our lives. Faith and practice. Faith and practice. You see, people of God, conviction refers to the state of being convinced and confident that something is true. It really means a strong persuasion or belief. In other words, conviction stands opposed to doubt and skepticism. When we think of a man of conviction, we also think in terms of action and direction. We think of a person whose convictions have a definite impact on how he or she lives, on what he or she does, says, and where they go. By a man of biblical convictions, we mean a person whose convictions are derived from Scripture and whose convictions affect them spiritually and scripturally. Well, (laughs) you asked me the question, Pastor Phil, well, why is it important to have personal convictions? Well, listen, before we answer that question, we're going to take a quick commercial break and we'll be right back with the episode, Convictions of the Heart. Hi, I'm Christopher, and I'm the editor of Full of Life Ministries podcast. And today I'm here to say that if you like what you're hearing and would like to donate, you definitely can. You can donate either using Cash App or PayPal or Venmo. Our Cash App is dollar sign Full of Life SD, and you can donate with PayPal and Venmo by scanning the QR code that you can see on the Instagram account at Phil Gale Howard. The money will be used to help those who are less fortunate, like those negatively impacted by COVID. We would like to thank anyone who has donated. So far, your contributions have helped those negatively impacted by the tragedy that happened in Lebanon. Anyways, thank you for your time. Thank you for listening and enjoy the rest of the podcast. Okay, we are back. And so we're going to get into the question. Why is it important to have personal convictions? Well, listen. To answer the question directly, I'm going to say it this way. There is always somebody or something that will try to sway you in one way or the other. (laughs) I'm going to say that one more time. It's always somebody or something that will try to sway you in one way or the other. Do it right or be evil. Be nice or be mean. Do it the right way or cheat. Because <laughs> you guys remember that saying, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. If you have a personal conviction or co- personal convictions on the matter, you know what you have to do. A person with, per- a person with personal convictions is convinced that something is true and stands on principle. Now, let's talk about principle. In today's world, there's not enough people who who would stand on principles. These are the things that we were taught when we were young. Many people, maybe 
they they were never taught about living and standing on certain principles. I mean, regardless of the situation and regardless of the consequences, personal convictions reveal a lot about who a person is. Someone with no personal convictions will be wishy-washy, indecisive, and easily led astray. You see, when the crowd says, let's all disobey God, it takes someone with personal convictions to stand up and say no. Now, that's a word for someone in the podcast land. Don't try to fit in with everybody else. If you feel the conviction of the heart, if you know that the Lord God Almighty is talking to you to say no, simply say no. If there's somebody that's trying to sway you in a certain direction, just say no. When you know better, when you know that what they're trying to do is get you to mess up your daily walk with God, just say no. I mean, think about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego had personal convictions against worshiping false gods, and they held their ground <laughs> against the Babylonian tide, and, and, and they stood firm, even in the face of the king's wrath. If you want to find out where that's located, I would encourage you to read Daniel chapter 3. Actually, start at chapter 1 and then read to chapter 3 to get the context of what was going on, why they had personal convictions. You see, everyone has opinions and preferences but a person with conviction does not form his or her ideas based on selfish desires or for selfish gain. A person with personal convictions has thought through the issues and lives with purpose. Such people are sure of what they believe and they are convinced of the things that matter most. You see, personal convictions should never be based solely on what we feel about on a matter. This is where we get into trouble. <laughs> I'm going to stop right there because that's that emotional thing that the enemy always goes towards with, with you. He pulls on the strings of your heart. And because you feel a certain way, we tend, all of us tend to give in, even though that the conviction of our heart says that we should say no and make a stand. Even if you're by yourself, you have to make a stand for something. Otherwise, you'll fall for everything. We get into trouble. Sometimes we get in, into so much trouble where we just don't know what to do. And that's why personal convictions have to be based off the word of God and his wisdom. Now, Proverbs 28 and 26 states, whoever, that means all of us, trust in his own mind is a fool, but he or she who walks in wisdom 
will be delivered. Today, it is totally acceptable to trust and follow your heart. In today's times, it's acceptable to trust and follow your heart. In fact, you are taught that your heart can decide what is right for you. A man will leave his wife and children for a younger woman saying, listen, my heart was not in the marriage any longer. He's willing to leave all of his responsibilities. He's willing to give up everything for somebody he just met. A man will quit his job and become a homeless loafer by saying, I am going to follow my heart. <laughs> this is not smart. It's foolish. It's important to note that when God convicts your heart, you can now walk wisely by the direction of God's commandments because he will deliver you from all the pitfalls and all of the obstacles that clobber you and confuse your heart following neighbors or so-called friends. If you will trust God, if you would trust him, if you would place all of your trust, all of your beliefs, all of what you know is right and lean not toward your own understanding, he will direct your paths in good ways. You see, your future, happiness, prosperity, and success depends on your efforts to hate your vain thoughts and love the truth of God's words. God's word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. So I'm going to just get into the good stuff, okay? I think it was good already, but let's get into some more of the good stuff of convictions of the heart. You see, here are some of the primary ways we can benefit from having convictions of the heart. Number one, Convictions of the heart gives us a framework that helps us make decisions. I want you guys to hear in podcast land, we are not our own. I want to say that again, you think that you're just individual on an island all by yourself, but well, that's not true. That's the trick of the enemy. We are not our own. You see, the Bible actually instructs us to ask God for wisdom so that we will not be double-minded, but we'll be stable in all of our ways. It's important to note, God gives the framework. He puts the frame together. He lays out the blueprint. He gives direction. He gives you the solution to your answers before you even ask the questions. Because that's the way God understands us because he because he created us so number one you have to understand that god provides the framework that helps us make good decisions number two convictions of the heart convictions of the heart uh, keeps us grounded in christ if they're based in his word meditating on the bible 
keeps our spiritual foundation secure. Psalms, the first chapter, verse 1 through 3 uh, states, it says, Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers, but his or her delight is in the law of the Lord, the law, the law, the word of God. And on his law, he meditates day and night. He is like a tree planted by streams of water that yields its fruit in its season and its leaf does not wither. In all that he does, he prospers. You want to be blessed? You got to stay grounded and not walk in the counsel of the wicked. That's the conviction that God is talking about, that, that the Lord is always speaking to us about not walking in the counsel of the wicked. The wicked never gives good advice nor even stands in the way of sinners. Sinners do not know what truth is because they enjoy sin rather than enjoying the path that God has laid out for them. Nor even sit at the seat of scoffers, people who laugh and mock and ridicule. But that person, when they're convicted in heart, their delight is in God's word. And they meditate, they pray, they think, they allow the words to, to absorb and to, to marinate into their soul and their mind day and night. It's not something that you can do just for a week or a month. It's not something you could do on Christmas Day or on your birthday or on any kind of holiday. You have to meditate on God's word day and night. And guess what? It says that when you do these things, You'll be like that tree planted by streams of water. See, the streams provide the nutrients for the tree to be strong, to be solid, to produce fruit. When you're in the place to receive the nourishment from God. So when those convictions come, you realize that that is not good for you and you'll refuse it. When people who do not refuse it, they wind up drying out and dying out. Their roots don't go deep. They're shallow. And all of a sudden they find themselves withering away. And in the scripture, I love at the very end, it says, its leaf does not wither. The leaf does not wither. And then it goes on to say, and all that that person does, they prosper. So number one, you have to understand the framework of God. Number two, you have to understand being grounded in God is important for every person who wants to live by their convictions of their heart. Number three, convictions of the heart helps us to exercise wisdom and protects us. Now listen to that word protection. It protects us from danger. Proverbs four and six says, do not forsake wisdom, and she will keep you. Wisdom will love, and wisdom will guard you. Love wisdom, and she will, or wisdom will guard you. 
understand how important that is. That protection has to do with you setting the alarm against those things that's trying to sway you into doing something that you know that's going to displease God. Don't forsake God's wisdom. Don't put it to the side because now you're unprotected. Now you're exposed to the tricks and the schemes of the devil. That's why it says in John 10 and 10, it says that the Satan comes to steal and to kill and to destroy. Now, the way he destroys is that he doesn't just come with a big old axe trying to hit you over the head with it. He's cunning. He's crafty. He's sneaky. He poses questions for you to be swayed by him rather than you being strong in your faith. You have to understand that when you exercise wisdom, that means that it gets worked out often, daily, weekly, yearly. Wisdom has to be exercised in order to be protected. See, being convicted of the heart means that you understand how important wisdom is in your pursuit to live life in its fullest. So conviction of the heart, you have to exercise wisdom and it, that will protect you from danger. So number one, it's the framework. Number two, keeps you grounded. Number three, wisdom protects you. And number four, convictions of the heart helps us to develop the spiritual maturity we need to set a godly example for others. Now here, uh, there's a scripture in 1 Timothy, and it's powerful. 1 Timothy, the fourth chapter, verse 12. It talks about um, even young people can be godly examples. It can be godly examples. It says here in 1 Timothy, Timothy, the fourth chapter, verse 12, it says, let no one. Now, I love the fact that uh, in this particular passage of scripture, let no one. That means don't let anybody despise you for your youth. But set the believers an example in speech, in conduct, in love, in faith, and purity. Let, let no one despise you for your youth. Some of you guys that are listening with us on Full of Life Ministries, uh, there's some young people. It, it, it blows me away that they're listening to these podcasts because they understand the pressures of being young. It's not like how it was when I was growing up. See, we didn't have all this kind of pressure about doing certain things because now in today's time, in 2020, we see the deceitfulness of Satan and his cunning ways and how people are just doing whatever they want to do, not following any kind of uh, discipline to their personal life. And so, so people are, especially young people, sometimes they get swayed because everybody else is drinking. Everybody else is smoking weed. Everybody else is doing this or doing that, doing wrong, going against the principles of God. It says in 1 Timothy, 
the the fourth chapter 12 verse let no one despise you for your youth but set the believers now listen to this there's a lot of believers that need to follow some form of an example and usually a lot of times oftentimes young people set better examples than some people who've been in this walk for 30, 40, 50 years. It said, set the believers an example in speech. That means that the, what you talk about, what you say, that it has, it has to have a form of seasoning in your speech. Your conduct, your character has to be something where now you know that you're doing things because you're convicted of, in your heart to live the way God wants you to live. Convictions of the heart are important in helping us establish a framework that aids us in living our lives in a way that is consistent with who we are, what we believe, who we aspire to become, and where we aspire to be. You see, the Bible offers the trustworthy guidance. We need to establish the personal convictions that govern our lives. You see, inevitably, people of God, the Bible does not explicitly address every single situation we will face in our lives. But it does teach us principles that we may use to guide us in developing our personal convictions. All scripture is all scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, the, that the man or woman of God may be complete, co equipped for every good work. You can find that scripture in 2 Timothy, the third chapter, verses 6 through 17. The Bible helps us learn about how God views things so that we may align ourselves with him. Now, I love this verse in Philippians, the first chapter, verses 9 and 11. I get excited about when I read this. Now, listen to these words that Paul addresses to the church at Philippi. It, it says, and it is my prayer that you, that your love may abound more and more. It says with knowledge and all discernment. Now that word discernment means understanding what's right and what's wrong. Your spirit person begins to understand what's a, what's a, de a deception, what is trickery, what is a lie, what is something that you should not pursue. That's what discernment is. Yeah, that's what discernment is. Then it goes on to say, so that you may approve what is excellent and be so pure and blameless for the day of Christ, filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God as we grow and encounter other believers who have different personal convictions than we do, it's important to let God's love rule. You see, people of God, not every issue is black or white because we are 
instructed not to fight over debatable issues, but to maintain our own personal convictions while allowing others to do the same. Now, this is scripture in Romans, the 14th chapter, verses 1 through 6. Ultimately, each one of us will give an account to God, and he is the one who will judge us on that day. Romans 14 and 12. Paul encourages uh, encouraged believers. Therefore, let us not pass judgment on one another any longer, but rather decide never to put a stumbling block or hindrance in the way of a brother. That's Romans 14th chapter, verse 13. Yeah, listen, in a world that is ever-changing, convictions of the heart will, will ground us by reminding us of what we believe and what is truly important to us. You see, people that got personal convictions that are biblically based enable us to resist temptation and become spiritually mature. As we, we, as we are tested, as we are tested and do not give in to the pressures of the world around us, our faith is made pure. And our way of life will always create a joy that will never cease. And this is why convictions of the heart has to be permanent for your life. Let us pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for all your many blessings. We thank you for just being a good God. You love us so much, in spite of sometimes not always listening to you. So Lord, in the name of Jesus, continue to bring convictions to our heart. Help us to be swayed by your truth and not the truth and not the deception of the devil. The devil comes to steal and to kill. The devil, he is the father of lies. So Lord God, help us to lean on not our understanding, but your understanding of the situation. We praise you for all that you do. We love you for all that, that you do for us on a day in, day out basis. Continue to watch over us and to bless us and to strengthen us and to heal us and to guide us into all truth. Lord God, I pray, oh God, that everyone that is listening to me under the sound of my voice, that they will be empowered to live life in its fullest because you bring conviction to our lives to do what is right, what is noble, what is honest and pure. Continue to strengthen us, O oh God, because we are, we, we are deceived sometimes and we fall short sometimes. But ultimately, God, we want to please you and we want to do it your way. So bless us. Have your way in our lives. We ask all these blessings. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, people of God, that is it for tonight. I hope that you receive what God wanted you to receive on this particular episode, Convictions of the Heart. Please continue to share the podcast. God is doing amazing things. We love you with the love of Christ. Continue to pray for us. If there's anything that you may need, full of life sd at gmail.com full of life 
sd at gmail.com and please continue to share the podcast if you want to sow into our ministry god is doing some amazing things we are helping people all around this world and so continue to do the sowing and giving whatever god places on your heart that you want to contribute to this ministry we would appreciate it the cash app Full of Life SD. So whatever God, so with whatever God places on your heart to sow, we will be grateful for whatever that you give to us. And so again, thank you guys for tuning in. So excited. We'll talk to you real soon. Let's do this in Jesus' name. God bless.